800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis, and these are the stories we're following this hour. Senator Jesse Keel joined Action Line ahead of the upcoming legislative session in January. A Juno man was sentenced yesterday to two and a half years in prison and five years supervised release for stealing over $579,000 from three banks and two federal credit unions. And the Santa Claus is coming to town for two special dive-in screenings at the Diamond Park Aquatic Center. But first, Senator Jesse Keel joined Action Line ahead of the upcoming legislative session in January. First, he talked on the legislative welcome that happens the first day of session. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great event. That'll be on the first day of the legislative session, January 16th. So that's the day right after Martin Luther King Day uh, when the, we'll convene the second session of the 33rd Alaska Legislature. Um, and the Alaska Committee, uh, with a lot of help from the Chamber of Commerce and the City and Borough of Juneau primary funder, uh, puts that on. Uh, that's for everybody in Juneau to welcome the legislature to town. So a huge number of businesses donate both money and uh, and little welcome items for the, the legislators. Um, it's your opportunity to come and welcome legislators and staffers from all over our state to the capital city. Senator Keel also talked on how the welcome helps present Juneau as a great capital city. You know, that's an effort that we, we never, ever let up on. We never should. Um, we want to make sure that everybody feels welcome here, um, that everybody knows that we are doing what we can to be a good capital city and a good host. Um, and, and so uh, this is always one of the most popular receptions of the year. Just about every office uh, shows up. You know, interest groups, various folks have receptions. They want to talk about their issues all session long. And some people go, some people don't, whatever. Just about everybody comes to the CBJ reception, the Alaska Committee Welcome to Juno, um, and and that really is an opportunity. Um, in in one reason, people like it is it's it's not full of a bunch of folks who have you know a single issue that they're there to push. Which nothing wrong with that. People should advocate for what they want. It's it's regular citizens coming in and and uh, from the capital city, uh, excited to see legislators and staff return yet again. You can listen to the full interview on our website, knyradio.com. A Juno man was sentenced yesterday to two and a half years in prison and five years supervised release for stealing over $579,000 from three banks and two federal credit unions while serving as an armed transport guard. According to court documents, Austin Nolan Dwight Rutherford, age 29, was an armed transport guard for Axiom Armored Transport from January 2019 to March of 2022. Axiom provided armed transportation for U.S. currency for several banks, credit unions, and ATMs. Rutherford was transferred to Axiom's Juno branch in March of 2020 and started stealing funds around that time. An Axiom security camera recorded Rutherford taking a large amount of cash from Axiom property and into his personal vehicle, where he drove away. Bank records later show that the defendant made multiple cash deposits into his personal bank account, totaling over $338,000, and used the money for personal benefit. The defendant was terminated in March of 2022, but continued to make large cash deposits into his bank accounts through May of 2022. An internal Axiom audit determined that Rutherford stole a total of $579,400 in bank and credit union funds. 
Rutherford pleaded guilty to bank and credit union theft in June of this year. At the time of his plea, the defendant agreed to pay back all stolen funds through restitution. He is also required to pay over 86000 in additional restitution claims for expenses related to Axiom's investigation into Rutherford's actions. The defendant will also serve five years of supervised release. U.S. Attorney Eslane Tucker for the District of Alaska said Mr. Rutherford broke the trust of his employer and the people of Alaska by stealing funds for his personal gain. The United States Attorney's Office will aggressively prosecute those individuals who threaten the security of our financial institutions and bring them to justice. And the Santa Claus is coming to town for two special dive-in screenings at the Diamond Park Aquatic Center this Friday. The movie will be shown on Juno Parks and Recreation's new floating screen at 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Although please be aware that space is limited to 100 guests per show for this event. The locker rooms open 15 minutes before the showtime, but guests are welcome to queue in the lobby where Parks and Rec will host a fun festive activities and there will be a visit from Santa himself. Regular pool admission applies but pool passes are also accepted. Coming up, supporters of an effort to get rid of Alaska's ranked choice voting system are accused of intentional deception by failing to properly report their activities including the involvement of a Christian organization. That story when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. Supporters of an effort to get rid of Alaska's ranked choice voting system are accused of intentional deception by failing to properly report their activities, including the involvement of a Christian organization, according to allegations in a new complaint filed with the state campaign finance watchdogs. The group Alaskans for Honest Elections is gathering signatures with the goal of giving on next year's ballot an initiative that aims to appeal the state's system of open primaries and ranked vote general elections. But Alaskans for Better Elections, which supports the election system, wants to halt that signature gathering until the repeal group fixes the alleged violations and pays all potential fines. This is the third time Alaskans for Better Elections filed a complaint against the repeal group with the state election watchdog. The latest complaint filed Monday says Alaskans for Honest Elections appears to be using Wellsprings Ministries and Anchorage as an unreported base of operations for signature gathering efforts, despite public claims by Wellspring that the church was not involved. Kevin Clarkson, an attorney representing individuals and groups advocating for the repeal of ranked voting, called the complaint a salacious mash of contorted false allegations to the Anchorage Daily News. Alaska voters in 2020 approved the switch to open primaries and having ranked voting in general elections. Alaskans for Better Elections was behind that successful push. Supporters of ranked voting say it gives voters more choice and encourages candidates who need a coalition of support to win to move away from negative campaigning. Opponents claim the process is confusing. Clark City, former state attorney general, said the signature gatherer named in the complaint Michaela M. Swiller paid Wellspring Ministries to rent space for her work. The ballot group also paid M. Swiller's company $15,000 on November 13th. Clarkson said use of the facility is perfectly legal, given that Emsweller paid the church for the space and the ballot group paid Emsweller. Art Mathias, an Anchorage pastor who is director of the ballot initiative, its main funder, and president of Wellspring Ministries, has previously testified before the commission about the lack of involvement by the church in the ballot initiative. Churches and other tax-exempt religious organizations like Wellspring Ministries are barred by federal law from participating in public campaign activity. But the Alaska Public Office Commission lacks authority to investigate potential violations of that law. Governor Dunleavy has amended his state declaration of disaster from November 21st to add the entire Southeast Island School District to regional education 
attendance area, including the city of Craig and Heidelberg for both public and individual assistance. The state and FEMA will conduct a Joint Preliminary Damage Assessment, or JPDA, beginning the week of December 11th. The JPDA team will visit Wrangell and Prince of Wales Island to document damage and gather information associated with the November 20th rain and wind event. Should the governor request federal assistance, the JPDA data will be required. For 15 days, Wrangell Search and Rescue Volunteers, Wrangell Police Department, the Department of Transportation and Public Facilities, scent detecting canines, and others have continuously searched for missing persons. The team has shown tremendous dedication as they methodically search the landslide debris field. The Department of Transportation and Public Facilities and the Wrangell Police Department have partially reopened the Zamova Highway for residents who live on the south side of the slide. The Wrangell Police Department is issuing permits to residents who are authorized to pass through the slide area. Openings are scheduled for 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., 12 to 12.30 p.m., and 3.30 to 4 p.m. The Department of Natural Resources Division of Geological and Geophysical Survey has 30 to 40 scientists, meteorologists, GIS and imagery processing analysts, and data managers working on landslides across Alaska in recent years. Multiple agencies, disciplines, and entities are dedicated to landslide research and science in Alaska. Collaborative working groups are assessing and understanding landslide activity across Alaska with participants from the state of Alaska, federal agencies, universities, local governments, and the private sector. And Senator Sullivan released a statement after the Senate confirmed more than 400 military officer promotions. But what became increasingly clear was that these holds were punishing uh, the careers of military members, punishing their families, and they have nothing to do with the policy dispute. And I just thought, and I heard from many, many Alaskans, that that was not the proper way to do this. Why are we punishing some of the most heroic, brave Americans we have who we need during a very dangerous time right now? And so I've been working closely with Senator Tuberville, with other colleagues, to get this fixed. Now you're today with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, knyradio.com.